Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Abachi. This is episode 92. Here today, my co host, uh, KJ and Rod. What up, y'all? What's going on? Not much. All right, we jump right into the first topic uh, NBA trade downline. I guess I'll start it off. Uh, you know, some, some guys, some guys have probably been on trade rumors for the entire season, a la Ben Simmons. Um, I guess I'll start. I guess, but that one, they're saying that. It's a it's a hardened swap, but they saying they're not trying to give up anything less anything more than Ben Simmons, which is kind of insanity for just for James Harden. Like we got to either give a pick also, or or uh, what's that guy? Uh, Tyreek Maxey that everybody loves and think he's the next great thing for some reason. I, I think he'll be end up being a solid player uh, in the NBA as he's shown thus far. Uh, but I, I think he's a solid – I think he'll average for his career probably 15 to 16 points a game. I don't see it getting any higher than that. Um, I feel like he's a good guard off the bench. People say I'm crazy when I say that. Um, but um, obviously he's been doing well as a starter point guard for the Sixers, but we all know that he literally puts that team on his back. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so yeah, which which I think about that first one with the Ben Simmons one. Y'all think that's a go, or you think that's that's just they just talking bullshit at this point? Yeah, I, I think it's more so just uh, you know more smokescreen. I, I from the Nets perspective, I don't see why they would give up James Harden for Ben Simmons. I mean, I, I can see maybe from a basketball standpoint, they want to even out the defense a little bit more. You know, because um, in the playoffs, you know, the defense got exposed a little bit. But, um, you know, just a straight for Ben Simmons to James Harden swap doesn't make much sense. James Harden has um, chemistry with Kevin Durant. You know, they're close. Uh, he's, uh, there's been rumors saying he doesn't like Kyrie Irving too much. And he feels that he's entitled. But um, yeah, I still I think there's enough validity to, you know, make the trade. And I, I think uh, Daryl Morey, of course, he'll definitely pull the trigger on it. But I'm glad – I'm hoping that the reports are true that he, they're not going to give up Tyrese Maxey. Now, anybody else besides Tyrese Maxey with Ben Simmons, I'm on board with. If you want to give up Seth Curry, go ahead. You want to oh, give no, up Oh, no, hell no. You wouldn't give up Seth Curry and Ben Simmons no, for James I, Harden? I wouldn't. I wouldn't because Seth Curry is – Oh, one my goodness. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm going to tell you why. Seth Curry is one of the few consistent – Consistent shooters, and when AB kicks it out to them, you know nine times out of ten is 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 going down. Rob, you had the chance to get James Harden. I mean, I get right. I get that. I get that. But I'm shooting. But I'm 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 taking I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking trading Maxi over 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 over. What? I'm sorry, bro. I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. I told you. I told you. I said. I said Maxi gonna have a solid career, but he gonna average a solid fifteen or sixteen points a game, bro. Like people think he's gonna be this guy that's getting twenty five a game, uh, a la LR, um, and um, and then other Sixers fans just insane that think he's just that he's gonna be this big superstar. It's not gonna happen. It, it, you already had a chance to make the first time. Let's, let's not make the same mistake again. And then we sit here <laughs> still holding on to Ben Simmons for another year and a half. Like let, let's let's it is what it is. Let's let's get this ball moving. Let's stop wasting my man in beads time. You know, watching his uh prime years playing with a bunch of bums a la Tobias Harris. Uh <laughs> Danny Green, please retire. <laughs> um yeah. Only guy I feel like is untouchable outside of Embiid to me is, is honestly uh Matisse Thibel. 
Because I feel like once we trade Ben Simmons, we lose the defense. The reason why our defense hasn't been totally chaotic without Ben Simmons is because of Matisse Thibel. We lose Matisse Thibel, Lord have mercy. I'll give you that. Um, would it be a stopper for me? No, but I would definitely try to slate him into other players besides Matisse Thibel. Yeah, like Maxie. Said- <laughs> Here, take them. Nah, no, 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 no. If we trade, no, no. Nah, we get matched, we we can get, we probably get a first round pick back. So, I, I, so, I, so let me ask you this. Okay. You got to look from the present and the future. If we give away Maxi, you know Elton Brand, that nigga must have been drunk as a GM. The way he gave away picks and these crazy contracts he gave away. So yeah. we really don't have anything left in the chest. We give away Maxi, our one promising young upcoming star, what do we have left? Seth Curry, the one you keep saying we can't trade away. He's already in his mid-30s. He Who knows how much he got left in the tank? Like you said, Danny Green, he's on his last leg. Tobias Harris, he's not really working out. He's starting to fade a little bit. So what oh, do now we you, really have yo, left? You're finally realizing that Tobias Harris is finally, yo. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Tobias Harris is, 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 is a def- decent play, uh, trade chip. Because, um, you know, right now he's been playing uh, decent, you know. That's what he always does. He gets a, get a little mid-season run, you know, close to the All-Star break, trying to boost up his chance to make an All-Star, which never will happen. Uh, the and, reason why you know, he's not a decent trade chip, though, Rob, he plays – He plays exactly, the contract. The contract, he's getting paid like a bona fide superstar. <laughs> Trust me, I know, unfortunately. Uh, but – I feel like they can swing. They can swing it off, man. You trade a team to get some young players off of it. That be able to make a king of like a Sacramento team. Try to get like a Buddy Hield or a Harrison Barnes or somebody like that, uh, and then maybe try and try to get a first round out of that as well. We do that. Oh boy. Yeah, Harrison Barnes is terrible. But, uh... Hold on, hold on. He's been phenomenal for fantasy. <laughs> Oh, I mean, they ain't, they ain't winning nothing over there in Sacramento. He is inefficient. In Sacramento. And I still don't understand how your LR thought there was going to be a team that would be a playoff contender this year. I, I didn't – I want to see what you guys are seeing. Fox been hurt. But, I mean, for the oh, Sixers, I think I, I think it's genius to do – to just say you're going to do one for one because you hear all the reports out of Brooklyn, like James Harden's apparently not happy, mad at Kyrie for not getting vaccinated. Um there's no leverage, like on either side, but it's two unhappy players. So swap them yeah, out. See if the, yeah, see if that change of scenery does it. That pick and roll between him and uh and B would be insane. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Would James Harden want the pressure of playing in Philly with with the, with our fans? I think I think James Harden is cool. Plus, we got decent strip clubs. So I think James Harden would be on both. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Meek are cool, so. <laughs> yeah, AVI. That's true. At, yeah. uh, at Bucks every every week. Just throwing one. It's crazy. But, uh, city would, yeah, city man. would be lit. Oh, yeah, no question. James Harden would get another jersey retired in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Uh, all right. Next trade chip, uh, CJ McCollum. Where do y'all think he goes? Or if he if he if he gets traded out of Portland, because you see they made that blockbuster trade and traded uh what's that bum uh, Norman Powell and another bum Robert Covington. Oh, I'm so glad. I've seen rumors of him being in a Sixers trade. I, I'm glad uh, Clippers pulled the trigger on that and got him. So nobody doing you know, stupid and try to bring back Covington. Oh, 
Oh, I'm just saying. Great trade. Great trade for ahead. the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Clippers, man, they finesse. That's the finesse of the year right there. Them boys trying to – they say, hey, we're we going to get one of our superstars back. At least we we'll have somebody to work with until we get them. Yeah, so um, as far as the C.J. McCollum thing, I really don't know what the Trailblazers' mindset is right now. I mean, are they going in full rebuild mode or what exactly are they doing? Because the moves they're making – it's not necessarily like they're making themselves a championship contender. And yeah, I think I'm a football. Go ahead. No, no, go yeah, ahead. I, I think I think I think that Norman Powell and uh Covington, I think that I, I think that's sparked the we're about to go in a full rebuild move. So I, I think I think either Dame or McCullum gets traded by the deadline. And I'm I'm leaning more to McCullum, honest with you, because Dame's injured right now. So you, you think they're gonna trade Dame maybe in the offseason? I think I mean, yeah, Dame's gonna. I think Dame's gonna push for an offseason trade, and once CJ gets traded by Thursday, um, exactly. Yep, you lose CJ, you lose Dame. I, you can guarantee it. Yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely on, on there. He's gonna be like, I'm on my way out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got the, I got to either go into the Nuggets. Uh, you know, they need a guard with Jamal Murray still being out. We don't know if he's gonna be ready by the playoffs. Uh, what's another team I can see them at? Uh, the Mavericks. And, you know they lost Tim Hardaway, so they need a, a two guard. And I, to be honest, it need that'll be an upgrade for them. Uh, I love Tim Hardaway though; he's my guy, great shooter. I would have loved for the Sixers to trade for him as well when they traded for Seth Curry. Those two shooters on our team, fantastic. Uh, I would say Lakers, but I don't know who the hell they would even try be able to give up for him. And I know they, the, the uh, Blazers wouldn't want no Russell Westbrook. Uh, <laughs> How funny would that be? <laughs> Russell wow, and Dane playing awesome. together. <laughs> Dane might say, yo, bro, I'm trying to win. Like, I don't... <laughs> And then I was going to say the Clippers. Uh, but after they made that trade, um, I don't know who they would have, what trophies they would have outside of, uh, let's say, a Marcus Morris and a, maybe a couple of draft picks. But I don't think that would be enough for no CJ McCollum. So yeah, I'm definitely saying Nuggets and Mavericks as my two uh, sleeper teams for him to go to. Which one y'all got? It's CJ, hard. I can't think. Um, go ahead, Rod. I'll let you go first. Uh, it's hard to picture him anywhere else. Um, oh man! Like the Blazers, and they it. seem stubborn. <laughs> they seem stubborn enough to keep him. Yeah, sound like Daryl Morey. Two idiots. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, that's my that's where my money is. Blazers keep them. Yeah, because it's tough to, like I said, the whole Dame thing. Like like Rod said, I mean, if they get rid of CJ McCollum, I mean, they can pretty much guarantee that Dame is going to want to leave. You know, there's he's not going to want to stick around for a full rebuild. He's in the middle of his career. Um, he's still in his prime, but. Not to the point where he can groom young stars for the next couple of years in hopes of reaching a championship. You know, um, I think if they do make the CJ McCollum trade, they're pretty much saying, hey, we're we're leaning more towards uh what's his name? Anfrey Simmons. Anfrey Simmons yeah. or something. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they like what they've seen from him. Um they from what I'm hearing, they're saying he's a good centerpiece that they could uh build around and with the C.J. McCollum trade and probably what they could get from a trade with Damian Lillard, 
they're going to have a nice young core. So. Yeah, they got uh they got Eric Bledsoe in that trade. They probably flip Eric Bledsoe and send him somewhere else, if anything. I should I have I'm cool with him coming to Philly, come off the bench. I mean, yeah, more. I hope you're listening. Do your job, man. You've been doing <laughs> shit all year. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I I, I kind of wish the Blazers didn't trade Robert Covington because they could like run all three of them guards, Robert Covington, and like. I don't know if Nurkic could keep up, but that could be a quick little speedy little death lineup with Simons in there. Y'all gonna have Nurkic passing out out there running up and down the court <laughs> of the fast break. That's why Covington's your small ball center. I don't know why they got rid of him. Everybody going to a full rebound. You'll see on Thursday. <laughs> Why'd you say breaking you say breaking news? CJ McCollum has been traded to you like, oh, damn. Rob called it. All right, uh next joint, Eric Gordon. You know, he's a solid guy that you can either put in your starting lineup or have you have him come off the bench. Uh, you know, solid 3 and D guy. Um, definitely could be a great spark off the bench to for a uh, championship contender team. Um, again, Daryl Morey, do your fucking job. Um, <laughs> this would be a great move for the Sixers to try and get him without probably having to give up too much for him since he's on the Rockets. Maybe uh, I would say a second round pick or something. Uh, that could work. A couple second rounders. Um, uh, when I saw a Sixers guy with a Sixers hoodie on out here in New Mexico, I was like, wow, what are the days? But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, so that would be a good thing. I think the Sixers would be a good look at trying to get him. But another team I think would be a great team for him, another championship contending team, uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, they definitely could use him. Uh, another score off the bench, um, especially with Jay Crowder sometimes being. Uh, inconsistent as the their three guy, um, and I love I love my guy. Um, what's his name? Bridges. Uh, even though I'm still mad the Sixers trade drafted him and traded him, even though we were trying to get Brian, but I still wouldn't try to wouldn't try to give up my guy. Uh, uh, my foot. Villanova legend, but uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm thinking that's a good team. Then the last team I would say is Utah. Uh, they they definitely need some more guys come off the bench and do their thing. Um, I feel like Eric Gordon would be a, a nice little piece for them. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think? And I don't know why I forgot his name for a second. Bridges from uh, Villanova. But yeah, what do you guys think? Honestly, how many years have Eric Gordon been on the trade rumor? Uh, they haven't right. dealt him yet. I don't think they're going to. From what I'm hearing, they value him as a centerpiece, as not like maybe the future of the Rockets, but somebody who stabilizes the team. You know, especially since they've had so much, so much uh, change out and turmoil with James Harden and other things, and um, John Wall trade obviously didn't span out. Not that they were really looking for him to be, you know, the savior, but. I think they're more trying to make more so make some moves and Eric Gordon is going to be that veteran leader that they lean on until they finally get their roster right. So I really don't, I say it's a 90% chance that he does not get traded by the tr- trade deadline. Hmm. That's somebody, I mean, he deserves to go to a contender. I would love to see him actually go to Dallas if anywhere. Um, but I feel like Eric Gordon always gets traded to like, like weird, like losing teams. So if if he doesn't if he doesn't leave Houston, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, I heard New Orleans wants him, which is odd oh to boy. me. But that's yeah, I can see that happening. 
and it's just Bro, wasn't, wasn't, he, wasn't he there a while ago back in the day? Uh yeah, I think he played with Chris Paul. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I could have swears with uh well back then in New Orleans. Uh, well, Charlotte Hornet. Yes, yeah, so I can yeah, see him going to Nola. The, oh no, they were okay. They were the Pelicans at that time. Okay, cool. But yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew he was there for a nice little run. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, nice. They got a nice little squad, man. They just injuries just killing the Pelicans, man. That was my sleeper team for the, this year. I don't know which I saw in the Kings. I definitely saw the Pelicans being a sleeper team. But you know, Zion still can't stay healthy, man. Man, there's man, there's rumors sure. that um you know they may be trying to move on from Zion. Damn, cold That'd world, man, cold business. You gotta I mean, he can't it. stay healthy. You know, yeah, he, yeah. And he's not trying to be healthy. It's not like it's just a foot injury. It's because of his weight. You know, his conditioning. But but I feel like they knew he was they knew he was fat when he was at Duke. Well, I wouldn't say fat. He just a, I wouldn't even call him fat. He just muscular, like super muscular. But uh. They knew they knew he was that one before, but uh, now they're like, oh damn! I guess you know somebody you reach and be like, damn! I guess it didn't work out. And now they want to be like, oh, we're gonna move on from an injury point. I know he was injury prone before he came into the league. Yeah, yeah. big fella. I mean, it would be bold and and maybe kind of smart to move on. You usually see people hang on and like you end up with like brand the Brandon Roy situation or Greg O. I guess it happened in Portland twice, but they usually don't move on fast. Yo, they said they said they said the uh they said that uh Sixers are rumored not to wait for offseason to trade Ben Simmons. Oh baby. Yeah. Um, but uh what's another guy? Uh Harrison Barnes. I think the only team, let's go to him. I think the only team they got, I see him going to is Utah. Uh they try trying to get another three guy. I love Bonyadovich though. Uh, he's been doing phenomenal. So they might try to get him as well. Probably run Harrison at the four, I'm guessing. Uh, that'd be a nice little pickup for them. What you think of that? Send Harry B to Atlanta. Oh, who, 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 who are they giving up? You think they're giving up John? Uh, I hope they don't give up John Collins, but that'd be nice for Sacramento to get him. Maybe like get rid of, um, I don't know who would they get, who would they get rid of. Maybe Marvin Bagley if he's a uh, I I don't even know what Marvin Bagley is doing these days. So maybe him. He, he was he had a nice little run for like a couple weeks. I don't know. I haven't heard about him since. But yeah, maybe give up Bogdanovich, which I wouldn't like that personally. But yeah, I could see them yeah. doing that. Yeah, that wouldn't be smart. I like him. He's a good guy. They just haven't been playing well all year. So I know I know they're going to do something crazy at the deadline. Yeah, man, send 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 my uh, send YMCA Joe Ingles to Philly, baby. My man, who like he's in the Y YMCA forty forty and over <laughs> league, bro. But he always he always be cooking people, man. I was like, damn, how do, I was like, how do he play so slow but just be cooking people? Like, I remember that one year he was just torching Paul George and they played in the playoffs. Mm. Joe Ingles, man, sleeper guy, man. Don't let the looks fool you. He's a hooper. Love uh, love Jingles. <laughs> yeah, he called that man Jingles. <laughs> if you make him fall, though. Uh, all right, Miles Miles Turner. Um, you know, obviously he's been injury prone. You know, the, the Pelicans, not Pelicans, Pacers 
have uh, just been an injury-ridden team. Uh, Sabonis got injured. Now he's on the COVID list. Hopefully he's off of his plays tonight because, boy, do I need him for fantasy. I don't know how I'm about to lose this week, but it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I think – I know I've been hearing rumors of Miles, Miles Turner uh, possibly going to Charlotte, Malink to Charlotte a lot this season. And also Toronto, you know, you're looking for a big man. Um and I feel like they'll be perfect. He'll be a perfect fit whenever he comes back, if he comes back for the season. Um, if I was the Raptors, I probably wouldn't ask for too much since he's injury prone. And um, shockingly, the Rock Raptors are uh, actually looking like a playoff team now, which is crazy. Uh, I, I just knew they would fizzle off once Kyle Lowry left, but they had they fooled me. Um, so shout out to those guys for uh, they could be eating my words, and I had them in the bottom five. Um, yeah, they're a seven seed right now. Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, and you know Charlotte um, has been having a good season, but they've been uh, few uh, dropped a few slots down in the uh, playoff ranking. So I know they want they want to get it. They probably want to make a move to uh, lose up their playoff chances, especially with Miles Bridges playing on the most improved player level. Even though we know John Morant's going to win the award. Um, but Bridges has definitely been playing phenomenal uh, this season. And I uh, can't knock that. Love that guy. Um, so, yeah, what you guys think? Where do you think uh, Miles Turner goes? Yeah, I've been Portland. mainly been hearing about the uh, the Raptors, like you said. And um, that that's just mainly who the Heat's been going to. I think the uh, Raptors might make a move for him if anybody does. I think he's Portland's okay. plan to try to keep Dame around. Oh wow! Are you thinking about the Miles Miles Turner? Or the, oh wow! Yeah, I think I think that's why you give up. I think that's the reason why you gave up Covington. You go after Miles Turner, young what athletic you center. Yeah, Nurk is just Yeah, get rid of Big Nurk before you lose him in, in free agency anyway. Um, yeah, okay. more more athletic. One last run at it. Okay, I like, I like your one last run at it. They just traded two day marquee starters. Well, I'm saying marquee, keep, but two day starters. Keep CJ, keep Dame, and the rest of it comes together. I like the analogy there. Kyle already said, yeah, he said the uh, okay. Um, yeah, any player, any other players I want to talk about? Um, Bradley Bill. They, they oh, okay. got his name floating around in the trade deadline, but I don't think it's going to be a trade deadline move. Now, these offseason, I definitely see Bradley Bill getting traded. Yeah. I, I, especially with this 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 uh this Wizards team is just uh just not good. Just 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 not good. Like James Harden said about their Rockets team when he was in that press conference where he got traded. Yeah, we're just this line up just not that good enough. Um, I, I've been hearing rumors he has issues with Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, that would be another guy I'd love to see us just trade for to come off the bench for us. That would be phenomenal. I love Spencer Dinwiddie's game. Uh, I used to like uh, it when he was on the Nets. I think he lost a step a little bit after that injury he had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. He definitely did. But I, I feel like he'll still be a valuable contributor for us if, off the bench or any team championship contender off the bench. Um, right. So yeah, that'd be good. And you know, uh, I, yeah, like you said, I think they don't trade Bradley Bill to the to the deadline. I'm not deadline to the offseason. And I saw that he hasn't requested for a trade, which is crazy. But um, so 
I think he stays put, put through the rest for the rest of, at least for the rest of this season. Um, you know, they weren't to a playoff team. They obviously fell off. Um, so yeah, they definitely need to make a move if they want to be a playoff contending team. But you know, I highly doubt it because mm. uh, who the hell wants to go to Washington? Um, yeah, and then the last guy, Carol Savard. He's a you know he's a wild card. Uh, another guy like Kyle said, um, injuries. Um, but you know, if once he stays healthy, he's been shown to be a talent that could be reliable when he's healthy as uh, a, a great score, um, mid range guy. I like his game. So, uh, me personally, I heard the Cavs are trying to go after him. That would be a nice little move for them, especially with them uh, losing Rubio and Saxon for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Darius Garland at the point. Yeah, exactly, which is crazy. That And then uh, isn't Laurie Marketing injured too? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of injuries. And somehow they still find a way to keep winning these games. And that and by the, when I first time I seen that that lineup when uh, Clay came back that three seven footer lineup I was like yo this is actually working <laughs> so that's a nice, that's a nice that's a nice little team there man they get a a Karis Levert to pair with them, them three seven footers oh baby that's a nice little <laughs> squad man yeah I mean Bradley Bill. Yeah, I hope I hope it's a lot of New York listeners because if I'm the Knicks, I go after Bradley Bill and I send them everything they could possibly want. Uh, especially especially Kemba and Evan Fournier. Put both of them in the trade and some picks. Yeah, free going- Kemba, man. That's another guy I need to talk about. They need to get traded, man. They've been they've been doing them dirty all season long, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I I went to a Knicks game recently, and I don't think they put him in until like halftime. And I ain't sadly I didn't notice until they put him in. I'm like, I looked up at the jumbotron. I see like all zeros and like one rebound. I'm like, they ain't even playing Kemba, free Kemba. Yeah, man. I love to see the Clippers try to go after him. You know, y'all so let me ask you this: Do y'all think Kemba was a big fish in a small pond? I mean, because he was like a bona fide superstar with the the Hornets, but uh, yeah, big fish in a small pond. Yeah. I love Kemba. Though. Okay, got you. Because I mean, when he was with them, he would you not consider him like a top fifteen NBA player? Back with the Hornets, he, uh, he's NBA uh, tag no, early. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying top twenty five, even even when he's with the Hornets. I, I love this game. Though. He was he was always a bona fide scorer. This is he's a, a NBA top, he's, he was the top early. Yeah, he got. I think he got, the but college, college think. he was definitely a superstar. Cardiac Kimball, baby. Oh my goodness. RIP to that center from Pittsburgh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Kimball got knee issues slowing him down though for like the last season and a half. That's karma, man, for making that man fall like that on national television. <laughs> Take, we're oh taking enough ankles. <laughs> we're we're back for a knee. <laughs> yeah, that joint was crazy, man. I, I wonder he'd be like, I wonder that guy still wake up like every March man as he'd be thinking like, damn. I got cooked by Kimber. Yeah, they play the highlight every year, so I know he ain't, he ain't never living that down. Yeah, bro, that was that was a classic, John. My man Kimber to DC. <laughs> don't don't do that, man. Send that man to a team that that wants to win. Uh, but yeah, man, let's jump to our next topic. Um, you know, the Brian Flores. You know, I think he wants all the smoke with the NFL, rightfully snow. I mean, I said snow. Uh. Rightfully so. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, I've been doing this Rooney, Rooney rule to just say to say that they're just at least interviewing players 
Um, I, I think that it, it needs to be revised. There needs to at least be a certain amount of NFL black head coaches in the league per year. Uh, that rule needs to be revised with that. Um, it's no longer it's enough just to say we interviewed a minority. Because uh, as you saw, uh, Flores leaked out Brett, Bill Belichick and was like sending them texts to the wrong Brian. Um, Bill's probably off that beer, man. Bill always like, like hungover, <laughs> so. <laughs> so Bill must have drunk text him by accident and uh, say, yeah, I think you're the guy. Not knowing he's sitting at the floor as they didn't and doesn't interview until Thursday. Basically, basically just telling him like, yeah, they already told me you're the guy that they're going to draft. I mean, sign as the head coach, um, which is crazy to me because Flores, well, you know, I think this year he had the first the first time anniversary a team has lose go on an eight game losing streak and then go on an eight game winning streak, which is crazy in itself. Um, he really didn't have that much to work with in Miami. Uh, Tua was inconsistent. Devontae Parker was always injured. Uh, Jalen Wilder was one of the few bright spots of that team this year. Uh, Byron Jones, um, always a decent corner, just doesn't commit, gives you too many turnovers. Uh, so, like I say, it, it was a team that was way, ways away from making any type of moves in the playoffs, and he got that team to a nine and eight season. Um, you know, Ross was talking. It was rumors that Ross was trying to pay him hundred k a game just to lose, which is. Uh, Kind of crazy. Then my man Hugh Jackson was like, "I believe it because they they paid me hundred k." I'm like, "Bro, who snitches on themselves?" Um, but <laughs> yeah, man, it's just you know, it's just I, I'm glad he's finally doing a lawsuit, man. And I hope he wins, and I hope uh, gets a coaching job somewhere. There's no way Doug Peterson should get a job before uh, my guy Brian Flores. I was with you to that last part about Doug Peterson. Well, <laughs> I had to do it in there. What was the whole Doug Peterson thing about? I'm not sure I understand that analogy. Um, you know, Doug Peterson, he was a decent coach, but uh, one losing season. Right, let's get that straight, but okay. Bro, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 just let's not act like that that championship. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got you got hot at the right time. I give y'all that. Y'all got hot at the right time. But uh, other than that, I always thought he wasn't that good of a coach. He's like the Frank Vogel of the NFL. That's fair. That's a fair one. Nah, nah, I definitely want to agree with that, but okay. I, thought, I, always thought, I always thought Doug was a great coach, but uh, pretty underrated, actually. But um, oh, wow. Jacksonville's going to be hiring him, so, you know, he's going to show the NFL, you know, he just wasn't a one-trick pony for that one Super Bowl. So They're going to suck. <laughs> what? Jacksonville's going to yes. suck for years. I, I know uh, the money line against every week. <laughs> Well, I yeah, think Jacksonville... they beat the Bills last this early in the season. It was like an ugly game, though. But yeah, like nine six, and, you know, lightning, <laughs> lightning striking in a bottle. Yeah, but no, Jacksonville. I mean, that's just another example of what, like, the struggle of it, struggle of being a black coach. Because it is just crazy to me that Byron Leftwich didn't end up in Jacksonville, and I know like he was asking for like a certain GM to be hired and they didn't want to hire him. So like he took his name out of consideration, but still like you're bringing a coach on, like you got to trust him or you trust him or you don't. And Jacksonville has a terrible GM. So like, you're not firing like a, a great GM to just bring in a random guy. So yeah, it's, it's crazy. But Brian Flores, he's got the proof as far as the hiring and the violation of the Rooney rule, at least everything else sounds like he says, she said, but I expect them to make something big out of it. Just don't know what it oh, is yet. 
he got them text right. He leaked them, John. Like, oh, little baby. You know what I mean? I said, mm-hmm. I got, I got the receive receipts. Got the like proof in the like, public on his side. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, boy. I respect him for what he's doing. You know, it, it's definitely a bold move. I mean, the NFL is an organization full of billionaires. So, yeah. you know, to try to take that on is is very bold. They got a, I like a backing behind them. They got the legal system behind them. So do I do do I see them doing something for uh you know public you know to save public image probably do they give them some type of deal or something to save face for NFL probably but do I see any real change happening probably not you know um just because you said what I said that's a valid valid answer yeah so. I know the uh, the Saints are gonna hire Eric Bieniemy, so we're gonna get one one more black coach. The Saints are going to hire. That's that's my prediction, but yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. I love it, brother. Keep up that white energy. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I don't think like Kyle said. I don't think they're gonna change uh, until uh, you finally get rid of Roger Goodell. He's just been just been doing dumb stuff. At, uh, he's uh, terrible leadership in the NFL, man. Terrible leadership. So gives real, hopefully gives real George Bush energy. <laughs> hey, what can you say? George Bush doesn't care about black people. I say yo. Neither does get neither does get Yeah, facts. Kanye was a legend, man. I love that guy, man. Uh but uh yeah, you guys wanna add anything else? Right, so you almost took us on a tangent with Kanye, because everybody think you're crazy, but people people be wilding out in North comments on TikTok. I'm I'm on your side, Kanye, if you're listening. Yeah, man. You know, we know you're always just doing stuff for the for the for the for the uh, views and album sales, but uh, it's all good, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I want to add anything else. Good on mine. All good. All good. All right, man. Appreciate y'all coming out. Then I'll see you uh, next week. No doubt. We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, five dollars, and or nine dollars. Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies we might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Abachi. Remember to follow us on social media, Blog Access 101 on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Blog Access 101 Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you're on Apple Podcast, don't forget to write a review. And on Spotify, do a five-star review. Here today with my co-host Rod from episode 93. What up, Rod? Yo, yo, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, man. I think you know, you was the only one that chatted about the Rams was going. Uh, you know, you, you proved the non-belief is wrong, I guess. Well, your team proved the non-belief is wrong. Uh, like I said, during the first before the playoffs started, Matt Stafford was on a hot seat to see if he's finally going to step up. Um, he, obviously, he did outside of almost throwing that pick away, but you know, almost doesn't count. Uh, so he showed up and did what he needed to do to win the game in the NFC Championship and take the Rams back to the Super Bowl. And I think they uh, have a great chance of winning today. 
Um, uh, you know, obviously the, the key is going to be the defense for the Rams and and the Bengals offensive line. And I think the offensive line is going to have a whole lot of nightmares uh, tonight after this game, dealing with Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler. Uh, so uh, I feel like it's going to be a nice one. And, you know, everybody's pecking the, the Bengals. But like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth. And I, I think the I, I think the Bengals are going to get punched in the mouth the first quarter, man. Uh, I, I can I see it coming. Um I love Joe Burrow. I have him with the over. I'm I'm, I'm reading my player props on cheat, man. I know it's going crazy, but um, we love props. Uh, yeah. You want me to run, run them off now? All right, bet. Say this. I got the uh, Matt Stafford over uh, 283 yards. Uh, it's no brainer. I took Joe Mixon under 60 uh, 60 yards rushing, under 61 yards rushing. Um, you know, you guys have been doing well against the run. And I was looking at I was looking at the running backs in the playoffs. And nobody's really ran all over you. Uh, you know, Fournette had two touchdowns, but he only had 51 yards. Uh, Elijah Mitchell was having a great season. Really didn't do nothing against you guys, as well as Debo, which is surprising. Um, who else? Who else you guys wouldn't get? Uh, oh, uh, James Conner. I think they combined with Colin Murray and like two other running backs for like 40-some yards total, which is mm-hmm. crazy. So uh, people say I was crazy for taking that, but I, I think it's a lot. Um. Uh, I did the I did the Rams minus two and a half. I got you guys winning by a field goal. It's a no brainer for me. Uh, Odell Beckham over sixty three and a half. Uh, I feel like he's gonna go crazy in the playoffs. Hopefully he plays though, because I heard he's expecting a child. Um, which uh, is yeah, congrats, congratulations, Tim. Yeah, I don't think he leaves uh, no matter what. Yeah, okay. I, I like your energy. Uh, <laughs> Cooper Cup anytime touchdown is a no brainer for me. Uh, he's always he always finds a way to get in the end zone, do his dance. Uh, Cooper Cup over 105. People saying, "Why are you taking that?" Yes, I am. Who on the Bengals is guarding him? If they don't have Jesus Christ coming out there themselves, it's it's a wrap for them guys. Uh, T Higgins. I think I think uh, Rams are going to shut down Jamar Chase, so I'm taking the T Higgins over 71 yards receiving. Um, I think he has a big game today, even though they still lose. But I think he has a big game. Uh, also have Jamar Chase anytime touchdown. I still think he's going to score a touchdown. I just don't think he's going to get the yardage. Uh, you know, you know, Rams is always good for one slip up, uh, and give a, give away a touchdown. So, I think that, that happens. No brainer. Uh, yeah, that was it for me. Uh, yeah, it was my player profit. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, uh, did the score? I said 27-17 Rams. Uh, what do you think, Rod? I mean, you know, I'm gonna pick the Rams for the, for the oh, no question. Yeah. Oh wait, let's talk before before you even go that. Let's talk about how you picked the right score and didn't bet it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. I know you were sick. (laughs) And now I know not to bet one for a long time because you know how that goes. But. Touche. I mean. You put a little $5 on there. You're a team YOLO, John. You never know. I did. It's funny. Like, every once in a while, I throw some money at, like, a crazy uh, bet. So, like, the guy who's leading, like, the golf, the Phoenix Open right now, he's, he's leading, and that's who I bet on. So. Trying to turn five hundred into four thousand. Fingers crossed. Right. I'm gonna knock on the wood, man. Say good luck, brother. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't even say this man's name, but I'm hoping he's gonna put some money in my pocket today. Uh, yeah, man. You and LR said, "Yep, you on that team, Yolo." I love it, though. I love it. Hey, why not? But uh, no, nah, I, I think the Rams win this one. Uh, mostly because of Cincinnati's O line. Um, mm. I, I'm always cautious though, because it's like the thing we always talk about the most. That's usually like 
what doesn't happen. So, like, since his O-line might come out and just have a great game. Um, but even if that happens, I mean, they'll still get pressure. They'll still make a young quarterback, as gifted as he is, a young quarterback make a mistake in the biggest stage that he'll ever play on. So, Joe Burrow might be the coolest guy ever uh, as far as, like, how he carries himself. But he, he should be nervous today. Um, I like those props you were picking. Uh, I, would, I don't think we're going to shut Jamar Chase down, though, because, like, Raheem Morris – he doesn't like make Jalen shadow one receiver all game. Um, yeah, so I think, insanity. I, yeah, I, and a lot of Rams Twitter have been had been calling for him to be fired all year. But look, look now, he's the D coordinator in the Super Bowl. So um, I think it's going to be a shootout today. I think everybody should bet all the overs, like whatever over you can get your hand on, bet on it because I don't expect oh, wow. either to have a great day. Um, you taking an over for Joe Mixon too? Uh, so over what sixty one? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. Coaches know that like they have to be on their A game of A game. So I expect both coaches to come out, you know, with a nice balance between running and passing. Um, you know, I think Daryl Henderson's back for the Rams. So now we have three running backs. So I know we're gonna run the ball a lot. Um, yeah, it's gonna go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Cooper Cup is yeah. always. A- over and over, like we forced yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, no question. So, and great forcing you shall do. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game, though. I mean, the Bengals don't have anybody of note in the secondary. I mean, Eli Apple had made some noise uh, because they beat the Chiefs, but he was getting pushed um, pretty often in that game. I don't know why he spoke up? Um, I think Mike Nelson is the guy, the other guy, their other corner. Um, He's actually pretty good. He just doesn't get, like, any headlines for whatever reason. But I don't see him keeping up with OBJ or Cup. It's going to be a long day for Bengals fans. But if you're not a Rams or a Bengals fan, this is going to be – this should be a really good Super Bowl unless we blow them out. I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. Hopefully all my props hit, man. I got the Rams. Uh, You know, I had to go down with you guys, man. I love the Bengals. love Joey Burrows. But – uh. I think this is a Rams year, man. They they made that move when they got Odell uh, on free agency, and then uh, and then was able to get Von Miller for a second rounder. I knew them guys were all in. I was like, damn, this is what my Cowboys should have did, but they didn't have the balls to do it. Yeah, we we got a win. We basically don't have much draft capital, so like we went full like forget about them picks mode. So you got to make it pay off here. And shout out to the Bengals. I mean, they did a lot of what they're doing to the draft. So you see, you're seeing both sides of like roster building coming together right now. So that's another interesting part of the game today. No, that is true. Shout out to my man AJ Green. The the one year he leaves, the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Sick. I was like, man, they should have let my man play at least one game, man. Man, all the years and losing years and uh. Cincinnati or choking in the playoffs. Yeah, man, let's, let's get to the next time real quick. LeBron, man, uh, passing Kareem last night uh, for most all-time points with uh, regular season and playoffs combined. Uh, you know, it was, you know, it was good to see my man, Brian. You know, people love to say he's not a scorer, but uh, um, he, he, the crazy thing is he, he still finds a way to get buckets. Um, not not at your traditional way, shooting a lot of threes or jumpers. He gets, he gets it the hard way, man. Old-fashioned, right in the paint, banging the bike. Uh, you know, he's obviously significantly improved on the jumper. A step-back three is kind of uh, damn unstoppable now, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But 
Um, you know, I, I always said LeBron was a great scorer. He just obviously he doesn't go the way people was obviously expect a normal score to go shooting threes like Steph or Harden or KD. But he gets his buckets, man. Um, but yeah, so my question to you is how long do you think until he finally gets the regular season uh, all time leading score? Because me, I'm saying he's at what 36,000, like 500, something like he's like 400 away from passing, uh, 400 points away from passing, um, Carl Malone. I think he gets that by, uh, at least by March, by, not March, uh, April, early April. And I, I think he's gonna get Kareem record within a year, a year, a year and a half. If he stays healthy, um, NBA scoring leaders. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's less than two thousand away, or yeah, less than two thousand away from Kareem. Yeah, that's one more season. Yeah, yeah. 2000. just a here. Give some uh, and, I, and, I, and obviously, I feel like he still gonna keep playing. I probably play another one year or two once Brian get in the league, and then he's like, all right, I'll call it a day. Yeah, I mean, he's two thousand away. But if if you use the number two thousand over an eighty-two game season, he needs to average twenty-four point four points a game next year. Uh, I think that's easy work for him. So yeah, yeah, definitely easy. Yeah, that record, that record is his barring barring injuries. Yeah, um, man, it was sad. It was sad he didn't get a W with that man. They choked at the end, but it is what it is. I was just happy for him to get it, man. And you see, obviously, nobody really was talking about it. You see, when Steph broke that three-point record, they went crazy. But my man broke the all-time record for uh, regular season playoffs, and people were hardly talking about it. I was like, man, the hate for this guy is unreal, bro. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I used to feel like, right. Like, I kind of get Yeah, it. I did too. But then once he started doing, like, the, when he made that school for his uh, in Akron, I was like, you know, how, how can you hate a guy like this, man? It does so much for his community and people. Uh, always, I didn't like him was back then when he was in Cleveland. Like, he would always cry for, like, fouls and everything. Um, but, you know, I got over that, man. It is what it is. They do be hacking the hell out of him. But he just yeah. – I think he finally realized, like, man, he, he, he's a, a freak of nature body-wise, and he's just not going to get the foul the same way Shaq didn't get the foul calls that, that he should have got. Like, Shaq yeah. would literally have to hit the ground for them to call a foul for him. Man. You know, obviously Shaq, nine times out of ten, would get, would get fouled, like, damn near uh, every play. Yeah, I used to hate LeBron before he had a jump shot. Then he got the jump shot. Then he started doing all the oh, offense. Yeah. It's like it's hard to yeah. hate LeBron work on his game. Like, sorry yeah, to it up, but like Ben Simmons isn't doing what LeBron did. Like he could he could have followed the same path. He got the same build, skill set, all of that. But yeah, you see you see both sides of the spectrum there. Yeah, what a choke. Uh, but yeah, man. So. That's that's another crazy thing. But another thing, man, what you think of my man James Harden finally uh they finally get a deal down in Philly? Did you think that I mean obviously I don't think I didn't like us giving up if he's giving up Seth Curry, why are we getting no draft picks too? Um because we obviously we gave him Drummond. I wasn't mad about that. Uh Drummond's a backup, uh, a good backup, but uh Doc wasn't using the right way he was supposed to use him. Uh who else? Um Seth Curry was a hit or a miss. I mean, he was a great shooter for us. Obviously, he was injured. Um, but you know, I was I was happy that. Uh, well, I was I, I was I was sad to see him go because I, I I know he's one of the one of the few shooters we had that was consistent when Embiid would kick it out. You know, it was down there knockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of hesitant on that one, but I guess it was good to keep uh, Thibault though. Um, we needed him, especially with losing Ben. Keep it, we had to keep a defender, a wing defender. 
Um, you know, I think it worked out for both sides. Ben Simmons obviously didn't want to be in Philly anymore because uh, of personal reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, they played the Sixers on March, I think March 10th in Philly. Uh, you think? Do you think he plays that game, or you think he I'm- runs away again? I mean, you can't – if you play at all for Brooklyn before that game, I think you can't miss that game unless you're hurt. Uh, or else it's going to solidify. I'm pretty sure everybody outside of Brooklyn – I mean, Brooklyn's pretty ruthless. So, probably everybody in the NBA or if I was the NBA thinks Ben Simmons is soft at this point. So, you can't oh, – no you, you can't run away no from that, that tough return game. Like, that's tough guy stuff that you can get some of the points back. Yeah, no question, though, especially when they're going to be booing you and throwing shit at you. You know, Philly fans are. And, yeah. and, you know, it was good for me, though, because I had him on my fantasy team. I picked him in the fifth round. I held on to him all season. Uh, it's like it's like getting – putting all chips in on blackjack on, on red seven, and it hits red seven. Uh, that's how all Ben Simmons fantasy basketball uh, uh, owners are looking at this right now. Like, damn. We waited, and it finally paid off. So I uh, need him, obviously, ramp back up and get in shape so he can be ready, at least for a postseason run, because my team uh, uh, is, like, just drifting down because of injuries. And then, obviously, with the trade deadline, Sabon was out for me a couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harden's been out, obviously, with injuries now, with the especially with the uh, – and then the trade. Uh, now John Collins is injured for me, so – I was once in a two seed. Now I'm before the like, I'm gonna drop to five today. It's a six team uh, playoff, so hopefully I can just <laughs> fight or find a way to stay in the six top six. For because uh, we only got three more weeks after this, uh, so hopefully I survive, brother. You should. I mean, if Ben plays, be good. I I don't know if he fits in that well in Brooklyn because like he needs the ball in his hand. But so does Kyrie. Well, you know you gonna get it on. You know you gonna get it in on the home games. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely gonna have the ball. I mean, New York ended their little mask mandate, but I think you got to get rid of the vaccine mandate for Kyrie to play. Yeah. Um, but now, nah, I mean, the trade. I think the Sixers kind of, in a sense. I mean, yeah, it breaks yeah. even. It breaks even because they both made mistakes in the trade. Uh, I mm. think. I think the Nets. I think the pure player swap is a loss for the Nets. I think giving up the draft picks. Is a loss for the Sixers. Um, yeah. Up Seth Curry, big loss for the Sixers. Because he's definitely, like, the one guy, like what? you were saying, guy that's just super consistent, like, whether MB plays or not, uh, all the right, all the lineup changes, like, Seth, Seth is good. Um, yeah, I was mad they didn't trade Tobias in another trade to get some shooters or a, a defender. I mean, a uh, big man. I was like, fuck. Like, damn it, Del- more. You could have finished us off with, with one of them uh, finals moves by trading Tobias Harris. I'd have been like, damn, this guy's phenomenal. But I'll take James Harden. I ain't going to be greedy. So so while I don't think Ben Simmons fits in on the Nets, I think James Harden fits perfectly here with Philly. Um, Oh, yeah, that pick and roll was going to be crazy. That's going to be crazy with him and B. But I also think, like, James Harden is going to elevate Tobias's game to another level. Um, oh, I love I love your confidence there, buddy. He does yeah. that. This guy is automatic. Should be he already is the first battle hall of fame, but he does that. Definitely. I mean, Sixers fans like I don't I don't I can't promise you nothing on defense, but on offense, the shots that they are able to get them guys, like that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting. I feel like they, they probably should have got rid of your boy Maxi, like like you were saying. Oh um, buddy. I'm saying though. Yeah, I don't see how he fits. Like there's not 
I mean, he was their ball handler, kind of like their their emergency. Yeah, and now now you're gonna have him as the off, the off, the off, the off. Um, some, <laughs> have him yeah. as the off guard and just spotting up. It's not his game. He's not a shooter he's, like oh, that. Oh, not a shooter like that. That was that's Seth's game. So they gave up the wrong player out of them too. For this season, I mean, long term, Maxie's probably better to keep. He's younger, um, yeah. showing a lot of flashes of like good ball, like good hooping. But if you're going yeah. all in here, I would have kept Seth. Yeah, they saying uh, they expect hard to play on Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, I gotta get to a game. Yeah, man, I gotta hurry and get home. Well, that's against Boston. Okay, let's we'll see what he's like, man. Gets them them down there to deal with uh, Tatum and uh, Brown. Like, yeah, hey, man, t- did you want that? Huh? I said that game will tell you a lot because Boston got a lot of talent on paper, but they've been underperforming all year. So if you lose that one, tell me about it. Tell me bad, about it. That one. I got five players on I on INGs. Ben Simmons, Dylan Brooks, Draymond, John Collins, and Harden. Jesus Christ. Oof. My team is just just on CPR. We're on life alert right now. Somebody save us. All guys. But I was like too. I was sick because I traded Drummond for uh I traded Drummond away for um what's that man's name? Oh, I traded Drummond away for Dray. I traded Drummond to get Draymond. And I, I think he's going to come back. Hopefully, he comes back by the playoffs because, you know, obviously, back injury is nothing to play with. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Who's the next starting center right now? Drummond can mess around and, like, go over there and start. Yeah, they could because, you know, un- you know Aldridge is still injured. And then, you know, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Claxton just got injured. So. Oh, yeah, Claxton. Yeah, he'll, I, started I, was, with- no, no I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, I want to ask my guy, yo, can I get Drummond back? <laughs> that the next lineup at his peak could be Kyrie, Ben, KD. Uh, don't know who they put at the four. Maybe play KD at the four and play Joe Harris and then Andre Drummond. That's a good one. When is Joe Harris coming back? Is he even coming back? I don't know if he's coming back this year. I don't know. I know Joe Angles tore the ACO. I don't know what happened to Joe Harris. Oh, yeah, ankle problems. Yeah. Oh, he could probably come Andy. back. Yeah, he had a sit back in January. But yeah, man, you want to add anything else? No, man, we just gone. You know, we got about five and a half hours before the Super Bowl. I wish everybody uh, a happy day full of wings and drinks. All right, man. Most definitely, man. Go Rams. <laughs> All right, bro. Be easy. You too. Thanks.